In today's episode, we are going to give you some quick fire tips for some tweaks that you can make right now if you are struggling to get leads. And welcome to JFDI with the two Lauras. Today, we're looking at some changes you can make so you can get some more leads. Laura and I have been social media marketers for a long, long time. And still now, although we're not taking on more clients, we generate leads weekly. So we are able to share our tips and expertise with you in this episode. And we're also going to give you one sneaky tip that might blow your mind. So keep listening for that. So the reason we wanted to do this episode is because so many times when somebody tells us that they're struggling to get leads, we go and look at their business and it's really obvious why they're struggling to get those leads. So we particularly want to talk about some changes that you can make to your socials. Well, I think we need to start off by addressing the elephant in the room that social media marketers should be on social. Oh my God, mind blowing. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. So if you're struggling to get leads and you're not marketing yourself on social media, which quite frankly is what you would tell a client. If a business came to you and said, I need help getting clients and they're not on social, you as a social media marketer would be saying to them, well, it's because you're not on social media and I can help you with that. So take your own advice here. Social media marketers should be active on social media, not all social media. One platform's fine, Mm -hmm. but you need to be on social media. So that's just the the caveat here is that all of this advice is the assumption that you know that and you are active on social media. Yeah. So we're going to start off with some actionable tips that you can do literally right now whilst you're listening to us, unless you're driving. If you're driving, don't do this right now. If you're not driving, (laughs) then these are things that you're going to do literally whilst you're listening to us. Get your phone and do these things. Okay, Okay, Laura, number one. Number one, go and check your bio. Does it include your name now we harp on about this a lot and this is a such a bugbear for me it it really irritates it really 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 (laughs) irritates me someone the other day left a lovely comment on our social it might be my social I can't remember now and I wanted to reply so I wanted to say thanks Cleopatra, whatever. I can't think of what. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? Well, I was trying to think of a name, so I didn't want anyone to listen and think, oh, they're talking about me. And I don't think I know any Cleopatras. So I wanted to be able to say thank you and use their name because that is how we speak. That is how we address people. So I, and, and you know, and not everybody's handle obviously makes it obvious what people's names are. So then I, and which is fine. And I go and click on the uh, link to go and look on their bio couldn't find their name and I was like oh I really want to say her name I want to thank her and so then I went on her website and I couldn't find her name like oh my god if someone was to reach out to you and start a dm um, message it's really awkward when you don't know somebody's name you want to be able to say hey Cleopatra I've been following you for a while I love what you're putting out there I really need some help and advice can we book a call like yeah 
rather than going, hey, uh, at and using your handle or it just loses that personal touch. And I cannot tell you the amount of people who don't have their names in their bios. Like people need to add their names in their bios. It's just such a simple thing and makes you a human. It makes you somebody. It makes you a person. It makes you addressable. (laughs) Is that a word? It is now. I I can't express how much this annoys me. And I know maybe this is just my issue. Okay, well, no, it's not. It's not just your issue. The reason that this annoys me is because of what you've just said, but also because I have lots of conversations on Facebook, particularly in groups, and then, and this has happened to me and it's so awkward. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, I have I a conversation in a Facebook group with somebody. I then have a conversation on Instagram with somebody. I don't realise it's the same person because yeah. they don't have their name in their bio. And yeah. so then it's just like, oh crap, you're the same person. Yeah. Go and put your name in your bio right now before this podcast ends or we're going to come and knock on Should your door. Should we just sit here Won't, in silence? You probably don't know your address either. <laughs> yeah. Should we just sit in silence? Come do, 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 do. No, I'm joking. Um, okay, okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. My go? Number two, Laura. <laughs> Number two. Do you mention your ideal clients in your bio? Here's nice. the thing, right? If you want to attract certain people, you want to work with certain people, those certain people need to know that you want to work with them. So if in your bio you say, I do video editing and I do reels training and I do um, social media marketing... Okay, great. Who who do you do it for? And yeah. you know what industry, what business, blah blah blah. People need to know. And just on that note, small business is not an industry. It's not a niche. It's not a sector. Nobody knows if you're talking to them if you say small business. Yeah, you we've talked be about really this before, specific. haven't I? When I oh, so many times. Yeah, and just recently, I was looking for a social media manager, and we've talked about this in another, another podcast. So I won't kind of go into the detail, but I was looking for somebody for a friend of mine, and. Oh my God, it was so difficult. It was so difficult because I wasn't able to, like, what's the phrase? Sift the wheat from sift the wheat from the chaff. Chaff. I don't know. Chaff from, you know what I mean. There's a lot of the saying is. (laughs) There's a lot of social media managers out there, and I wanted someone to speak to me in in regards to what I was looking for for my friend, and I. I wasn't able, it was a nightmare. I wasn't able to. And so when you were looking at all of these people who were not specific, you probably thought, oh, well, they're a jack of all trades. They work with everybody. They're not specific enough. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah, they don't know know that industry. Yeah. 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 And And no one wants to hire a jack of all trades. Yeah. And to be fair, it was quite a niche niche. Like, Mm. I'm not going to lie, but it, but I, you know, working in the industry, I knew that I knew there were probably industries that were transferable and, you know, so I was able to kind of have, I was trying to be open-minded about it, but I still really struggled. And it doesn't have to be, you're putting something in your bio. Like I do reels training for, um, farmers. Business coaches. Okay, that's a better one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Business coaches. That doesn't have to stay there. That could just be about what you're offering at that moment. That could be your, 
the offer that you've got, your next workshop is is specifically to those people. And then the content, therefore, because you're going to be promoting, will be specific to those business coaches or farmers. Mm. So, And I can hear the people already who are saying, yeah, but I'm not getting any leads. So saying this means I'm going to get less leads because less people are going to want to hire no. me. That's not the case. The more specific you are, the more people will come and want to hire you. People want to feel like you are able to help mm-hmm. them specifically. They don't want to know that you can help every small business in the world. They want to know because, and that dilutes everything. They want to know that you can specifically help them. Yeah. There we go. Go and make sure your ideal clients are mentioned on your bio. We're getting on one today, aren't we? (laughs) Oh, this is a ranty episode. Okay. You'll go. Your turn. Okay. Number three, Facebook. Now, before you say oh, I don't really use it anymore. I don't use it for business or I don't, I'm only going to see my friends and family. That's fine. Like similar-ish to me, but I still have made sure that my bio, is that what we call it? Your about your yeah. pro, on your profile is up to date. We want it to have links to your website, links to your business accounts. Say what you do have your business linked on there. Like you'd never know who, who knows who, you, even just from your friends and family. It could literally be that somebody says, oh, you should check out my you know, second cousin because she does this. She can help you and they'll come and check you out. And yes, they might not be able to see your profile because you're not friends, but they will be able to see that and therefore will be able to take action and go to your website or, or to your other socials. Or if you're, again, you might not be particularly active on Facebook, but if you're in groups and someone tags you, they're going to click on your name and they're going to head to your profile. Again, they're not going to be friends with you, unlikely, but they'll be able to see who you are, how to find you, how to come and check you out on your like business socials. Like if you don't have that, it's a dead end. And people yeah. are lazy. Like we probably say that in every other podcast but we as human beings are lazy we want everything given to us on a plate and unfortunately people aren't going to go and find you they're not going to go and google you and if they google you are you going to appear on page one like you might not do and and so and are people going to just keep searching for you or are they going to see somebody else that catches their eye probably so don't rely on other people coming to find you. You need to make sure that you are accessible as possible. It's easy for people to get the information they need to be able to take a decision as to whether they want to work with you. And, and this isn't even necessarily for if you are, like you just said, having conversations in groups or being tagged in groups. Like you might be in a Facebook group about, I don't know, baking cakes or some some weight loss Facebook groups got nothing to do with your business. You're having a conversation with somebody about the latest recipe for icing with no calories in it. That doesn't exist, by the way, unfortunately. And somebody just clicks on your profile to see who you are to why you know about this recipe with no calories in it. And they realize, oh, they don't know about that, but they're a social media manager. Amazing. Yeah. I saw so-and-so talking about that the other day. I'm going to tell them about this person. Yeah. I end up going down some right rabbit holes by kind of a bit of Facebook stalking and clicking on yeah. people's links and yeah. finding new people. And then I go and follow them. And, you know, it's it's 
not to be dismissed, you know. And no. yes, we're not talking thousands of people coming and suddenly clicking on your Facebook profile and coming to then follow you on LinkedIn or Instagram, wherever you are. But you don't need thousands of people. If someone had updated their Facebook profile and joined our Facebook group and you were looking for that person for your friend and they had put that in their bio, that that, that is who they helped, you would know that and you'd know yeah. who they were and you would go and recommend them. Missed opportunities all around. Yeah, on a side note, and we've again we have talked about this before, but when you're in groups, you can go and change your group profile. Yeah, your group profile. So you get um, a few, a couple of sentences where you can write in there what you do. So if you're really active in groups that have got your target audience in, then you can go and amend that group profile. So when someone clicks on you, they don't need to go through to your actual personal profile to, to well, they do to get any links, but they can certainly see straight away, I am Laura and this is what I do and come find me. <laughs> like yeah. you're able to initially like capture their eye if you are the right person for them and then obviously that will encourage them to go and click on the profile click on the links blah 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 blah. perfect okay so those three tips are your things you can go and do right now you can get a cup of tea you can do all of those things before that cup of tea is finished or cold like, yeah while you're still totally. listening to us yeah the next five tips are slightly longer. So these are things that you're going to have to work on maybe over a longer period of time. Laura, number four. Okay, number four. Make sure that your content speaks to your ideal clients. I know that sounds really obvious, but so many people don't do this. And so, for example, on Instagram, make sure that you've got at least one post in your most recent post that on the graphic calls out your ideal clients so that if people come over to your profile and they look at your profile and they see your bio and it sounds like they're, they're talking to you and then they look at your content, they know that's talking to them. But also if they see it in Explore or if somebody shares it to their stories, they know who it's speaking to. Yeah, your cover photo on Facebook, mm. both personal if you're active in groups and your um business page linkedin again profile your cover photos on your profile and on your page yeah make sure you're always speaking to your ideal clients as often as you can and when i say speaking to them i don't just mean it using language that they understand and all of that stuff i mean literally calling out like i help business coaches do reels or whatever it oh. is so that they they know that it's for them right yeah. your turn okay number five and you kind of just touched on this, but in a slightly different way. But if we need to engage with our ideal clients, not our peers. Now, we see this a lot. So when we do our social proof marketing course, we have calls where we will look at people's content, look at what people are doing on their socials to see and help them answer questions that have come up during the course. And it's so interesting, especially LinkedIn, because it's more obvious that you can see this, yeah. where you can see people's activity and social media managers engage, not all, this is, you know, this is not fair, but a lot of social media managers engage with other social media managers, which is fine to a point, you know, we've got to discuss things, it's fine, it's great to build networks, 
like that, totally fine. But you've also got to be engaging with your ideal client. They are not necessarily going to come to you. You've got to kind of dangle the carrot. You've got to engage with them, have conversations. Don't just spend your engagement time chatting to other social media managers or other ads managers. Like you need to make sure that you have focused time trying to build relationships with your ideal clients or influences within your um, niche, whichever that may be. So it's comfortable talking to our peers, isn't it? It's nice to be able to talk to our peers. It's nice to be able to build relationships. I get all of that. I do it myself. Like it's <laughs> totally, I get it. And I understand why people do it, but that is not going to necessarily get you clients anytime soon. So yes, build networks, but don't forget your ideal audience when you're trying to build, um, trying to engage on socials. And I think that is relevant to content as well. Don't create content for your peers, create content for your ideal clients. We see this a lot where there's content that is just too advanced. So it's quite obvious that the only people who are really going to understand it is people who are in the same industry, who are your competitors, basically. It's not going to attract the people who need the help. So just always have those ideal clients kind of in mind. Yeah. Okay, Laura, number six. Number six, engage in your DMs, start conversations with people. Um, So, and this is why you need your name on your bio so that people can do this. Reply to people's stories, reply um, to people when they are replying to your stories and literally have conversations and engage with your ideal clients, not your peers, not your competitors, your ideal clients in your DMs. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be all like worky, worky conversations. It can just be chit chat, nice conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, number seven, tell people you have capacity. If oh you my have, God. <laughs> if you've got capacity for a client, they don't know that. You've got to tell them. Some people might be sat waiting patiently for you to to say, I've got capacity. And then they'll go, oh yes, I've been waiting for so long. Like yeah. go and put a post out saying, I have capacity for a management client, a new training client, like whatever it is that you do, go do it now. Perfect. Love that. Right. So that was a lot of tips. But this final tip, this is the sneaky one that we promised you at the beginning. And this is a really good one. And I'm going to let you share this one, Laura, because this is one of the things that you told me that blew my mind. But this is a brilliant tip. Do not pass this one by. Go. (laughs) Okay. So this tip was told to me a long time ago by uh, my friend, Sarah, who some of you may know, go check her out on Instagram. Um, She's Taming Twins great recipes. Anyway, she told me many, many moons ago when we both worked in in different industries, she said that she uses her business email for everything, everything, booking their kids in for the clubs, everything. I can't think of any (laughs) other examples, like everything, inquiring about availability of something, booking a hotel, everything. And the amount of people who over the years came back to her saying, oh my God, you do this. This looks great. How do I sign up? How do I? And it's amazing. Like, And I have to say, I do forget occasionally to do this, but I try and use my, certainly my virtually savvy email address all the time. And it's so interesting, the amount of people who you get in conversation with, because you just don't know that actually when you're booking that hotel for your weekend away and your email address or your um what's it called signature says what you do then they 
they spot it and they go, oh my God, we need this. So just use your email address all the time because that you're advertising yourself. It's like putting a big sticker on the side of your car. Well, not quite, but it's similar. What so kind just of? Yeah. Keep trying to use your email address all the time. It's a great advertising for your business. Let's just be really clear what we mean by your business email address. We don't mean an email address that ends in at hotmail.com or at gmail.com. We mean the domain that is on your website. That is what your email address should be. So like ours is hello at the two lauras.com. Yours would be similar, but with your business um, email, your website domain name and obviously your email signature. So that's it. That is eight quick fire. There are plenty more coming um, from us, but that is eight to get you started. Um, So if you're struggling to find clients or actually like some of these tips are relevant regardless of your situation in terms of whether you're fully booked or not, because unfortunately we won't always be fully booked forever. So um, yeah, I hope it's useful. We'll be back next week. And we'll be looking out for you in our DMs on Instagram and making sure that we know your name. Yeah, come (laughs) chat with us. See you later. Bye-bye.